Got this feeling in my body, come on. Got this feeling in my body. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Pop Cultured. I'm Carrie. That's Cedric. We are your loyal pop culture servants here to give you all the latest and greatest news from the past week. There has been a lot going on in the world lately, so without further ado, let's get into the show and let's get you pop cultured. Let's start it off with a recap of the inauguration of 46th President Joe Biden and the first female VP, Kamala Harris. On Wednesday, January 20th, Joseph R. Biden Jr. was sworn in as the 46th President and Kamala Harris as the first female Vice President of the United States. The entire day was a spectacle, of course. Tom Hanks hosted a star-studded concert with performances by Bruce Springsteen, The Foo Fighters, John Legend, Katy Perry, Demi Lovato, and John Bon Jovi. Many of the performers paid tributes to the frontline medical workers who have been at the forefront of the COVID-19 pandemic. In terms of speeches, President Biden pledged to be honest with the country as it continues to confront difficulties and to be a president for all Americans. He asked those who did not vote for him to give him a chance, saying, quote, hear me out as we move forward. Take measure of my heart. Former President Donald Trump was not in attendance for the inauguration, a move that is very unheard of for an outgoing president. However, outgoing Vice President Mike Pence and his wife Karen were there in attendance. Now this might seem insignificant, but it's important to me, so I want to point out some of the day's best fashion because there were some moments. So let's get right into it. Let's start off with my favorite look of the day. Former First Lady Michelle Obama looked absolutely stunning in this Merlot-colored Sergio Hudson pantsuit and matching coat. I love that she chose a pantsuit. It is so fitting for the moment i think she has been here she's done this before twice with her husband so i love that she picked something that was chic but also a little bit more understated with the pantsuit it is absolute perfection she looks so good the belt all of it was just head to toe a total hit for me my second favorite look of the day goes to our incoming first lady. Dr. Jill Biden wore a gorgeous light blue custom colored coat and dress by nyc based label Marcarion. I think this color looks divine on her. I don't know if it's her blonde hair, but she nailed it. I also love the accessories that she added into this. It just, it is perfectly stated. Again, she's having her moment here as the first lady and supporting her husband and she looks so beautiful. I, I think this was, you know, a close second behind Michelle Obama's look for me. Next up, we have to talk about Madame Vice President Kamala Harris. She chose a bluish purplish Christopher John Rogers coat and dress duo. I think she looks absolutely beautiful. I love to see that she had her signature pearls as always, but I don't find anything about this look particularly memorable per se. It's very vanilla in my opinion. I do think it's great that she chose to wear an African-American designer and I'm not surprised that she chose to highlight this designer. And I, I, overall, I think it's it's decent. I guess I, I would have loved it if she wore something a little bit with a little bit more detail or a little bit more cutting edge, but it, she looks great. Let's move on and talk about an outfit I found very underwhelming. Senator and former First Lady Hillary Clinton wore a bright purple pantsuit by Ralph Lauren and paired it with a deep purple overcoat and a roughly Austin Powers-esque scarf. Look, I hate the scarf. I think it looks kind of like costumey. And I really think the coat is what ruins this outfit for me. It doesn't go with the pantsuit at all. The colors don't mesh whatsoever. They're not the same, but they also don't complement one another. It really just looks like she was leaving the house and grabbed whatever jacket was on her coat hanger and was like, hmm, like this will do. <laughs> and I don't know, it's just, to me, the jacket is what ruins it. The jacket and the scarf, if you take those things off, if you swap the jacket out for something better and you take the scarf off, it really, it changes the outfit for me. But as it is, it was just, it was a miss for me. I did not like it at all. And I didn't think she looked great. 
I also just want to mention JLo's white Chanel pantsuit. There's not much else I can say. I mean, just those three words, white Chanel pantsuit. It, that's all I need to say. I mean, absolutely stunning. She looked amazing. There's not a ton of commentary I can give on this or even want to give on this. Inauguration days are history in the making. And as a lover of history, I always take these days to slow down, reflect, and just take in the magnitude of what's happening before me. 2020 has proven that our country is at a very pivotal time and I might be foolish, but I'm optimistic about it. That being said, there's a lot of division in our country and I don't wanna place all of our hopes on these two people, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I think that would be doing them a disservice. It takes a lot of people coming together and a lot of people choosing to see the glass half full. And I hope we can get to that point because regardless of your opinion of the election, there needs to be some forward movement and I hope that we can all get to that point. I'm cautiously optimistic, but again, I don't wanna put all my hopes and dreams onto these two people. That's really not fair to them. It's gonna take a lot of people all the way around and I'm cautiously optimistic about what's to come in the future. It's a little strange to move on from news with so much cultural importance onto some news of literally zero cultural importance, but that's why I'm here. So let's get right to it. Some news out of Bachelor Nation. Claire Crawley and Dale Moss have officially called it quits. The couple have called it quits two months after their engagement aired. Dale confirmed the split shortly after E! News exclusively reported that the couple was taking time apart. In a statement shared to his Instagram on Tuesday, January 19th, Dale wrote, quote, I wanted to share with you that Claire and I have decided to go our separate ways. We appreciate the love and support we've received from so many people, but this is the healthiest decision for both of us at this time. We strongly believe in leading with love and always remaining true to oneself something our families have taught and instilled in us throughout our lives. We only hope the best things for one another. The reality stars were notoriously quick to get engaged in the fourth episode of the 16th season of The Bachelorette. However, the couple has been under a lot of speculation in recent weeks about the status of their relationship. A source recently shared, quote, they are mainly in disagreement over their lifestyle preferences. Dale wants to be in a lively city and focus on his career, and Claire is rooted in Sacramento to help care for her mom. Look, I have never been more unsurprised by a breakup in Bachelor Nation in my entire life. And I've been watching this show for a long time, like a really long time. This was a dumpster fire from the get-go and a flame was smoldering below the surface. And alas, a fire is ablaze. I don't wanna to be too hard on Claire, but I kind of cannot give my opinion without being hard on her. This is just Claire. We've seen her do this time and time again. Proclaim her unwavering and all-consuming love for someone only to watch it fizzle in months, sometimes even weeks. I really don't dislike Claire and I was really in favor of her being the Bachelorette, to be honest. But at this point, I'm just like, what, what can we do to help you, Claire? What other opportunity can you be given? She's someone who wants love so desperately, like so, so, so desperately. Yet all signs point to the fact that she has an extremely juvenile version of what it takes to actually make love work and what it takes to sustain a relationship past the 24 seven warm and fuzzies, which is truly not love, it's just merely lust. I wish Claire the best, really I do, but I, I don't wanna see her on my television screen looking for love anymore. She's exhausted all her options and I think that her love story, if it's out there, is gonna be one that needs to unfold sans national television. 
Moving on to some more breakup news, this time with an A-list celebrity couple who is calling it quits. Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas have announced that they have split after less than a year together. Less than a year after sparking romance rumors, the Hollywood stars have decided to go their separate ways. News of the duo's breakup comes just 10 months after they confirmed their romance. Over the spring and the summer, the two were frequently photographed together embracing and packing on the PDA. Since the breakup went public, a life-size cutout of Ana de Armas was seen being tossed into the trash from Ben's house. Meanwhile, De Armas debuted a brand new breakup do, a chic new bob paired with wispy bangs. Look, for me, these two were the celebrity quarantine couple. They were filming a movie together that has yet to come out, by the way, and just casually kind of kept hanging out after the movie wrapped. All the things I've heard it have pointed towards the fact that this breakup was a product of two people being in different places in their lives. Supposedly, Anna was looking for an engagement and kids, while Ben, as some of you probably know, already has three kids with ex Jennifer Garner. It's worth noting here that there's a 16 year age difference between the two. Affleck is 48 and De Armas is 32. So it's really not surprising that they might be in different places in their lives and be wanting different things. Let's move on to some streaming news. Netflix hit show Bridgerton has officially been renewed for a season two. The Netflix Sensation, which was executive produced by Shonda Rhimes and adapted from Julia Quinn's best-selling novels about the 1800s London society, became a huge hit almost instantaneously. The series will continue to tell the story of the Bridgerton family as they navigate society, scandal, and Lady Whistledown's scathing gossip. The first season focused heavily on the eldest daughter, Daphne, her debut into the Regency era's competitive marriage market, and her steamy romance with the Duke of Hastings. While it is unconfirmed yet, sources are saying that season two of the show will focus on the eldest son, Anthony. I binged to the show immediately, much like the rest of the world, and was instantly obsessed. It was actually even recently reported that the show was one of the most streamed shows of all time on Netflix. Because there's eight books, I'm not surprised that season two was a go. The cast and their fame have blown up almost overnight with the success of the show, especially Regé Jean Page, who plays the Duke of Hastings and went from basically a nobody to being one of Hollywood's it guys of the moment. I even heard rumblings recently that he is in talks to possibly be the next James Bond. So that is a glow up if I've ever seen one. I had a feeling this would be announced, but now that it's officially here, I'm excited and not surprised at all that we're gonna have more Bridgerton coming our way. Filming is allegedly set to begin this spring, so hopefully they can get it made and get it back on our screen soon because the worst thing about Netflix is waiting for so much time in between a season. You can binge it, binge it, binge it, be obsessed. And then you have to wait like a whole year until you get season two, which is frustrating. So hopefully they can get this turned around and get it back on our screams, hopefully by this summer. Let's move on to some congrats and condolences for the week. Our first congrats goes out to Betty White, the golden girl turned 99 on January 17th. What a woman. I am just, you know, 2020 took a lot from us, but it could not take Betty White from us. I'm so glad to see her. Happy birthday, Betty White. You are just wonderful. Speaking of birthdays, our next congrats goes out to Dolly Parton, the country music icon turns 75 on January 19th. Happy birthday to her, another woman who just keeps on standing the test of time. What a lady, happy birthday to you, Dolly. Our next congrats goes out to Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. The couple recently confirmed the birth of their second child, a son named Phineas, who was born in the summer of 2020. Congrats to them. Our last congrats of the week goes out to Matthew McConaughey and his wife, Camilla. The A-list couple recently welcomed two adorable rescue pups to their family. Camilla posted pics via Instagram, welcoming the two pups to the family and thanking the Humane Society of the United States for helping them find homes. Look at those adorable faces. I love seeing celebs who choose to adopt, not shop. Happy to see it. For the second week in a row, we have no condolences. Truly, how great is that? 
All right, you guys, that's gonna wrap up today's show. If this is your first time here, hi and welcome. I'm Carrie, and I'd love if you came back again. I hope you enjoyed the show today. And if you did, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe so you don't miss next week's show. If you wanna keep up with me on a daily basis, you can find me on Instagram. I am at Carrie.Gillespie. That's gonna do it for today, y'all. Thanks so much for being here. You have officially been pop cultured. <laughs>